coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about what drives customer attrition because it's likely not what you think. I recently looked at an article from toplinestrategy.com with regard to the true causes of attrition. We're going to break down some of that article here and I'll expand on it with some of my own words and thoughts for you. That's coming up. I'm Tom Connery and welcome to Talking Customer Success. On this podcast, I focus on topics relating to customer success management and invite guests to share their experience and how they leverage CSM programs and operations to not only retain customers, but generate revenue and build attitudinal customer loyalty. My background with this type of account management comes from working for software companies, but I believe this practice in general could potentially be applied to a number of businesses. Welcome to Talking Customer Success. Why customer success managers only have so much control over churn and customer attrition. Topline Strategy recently published an article on why customers churn, and those results propelled me to review some of their findings here and also provide some of my own experience. You can read the full article at toplinestrategy.com slash the true causes of attrition uh, separated by dashes so the dash true dash causes dash of dash attrition now first of all why is retention so important well it's simple it's easier to grow when you have a consistent revenue stream and likely positive working relationships with with your clients now go ask strategist who are trying to perfect and lower CAC, that's the customer acquisition cost, and they'll tell you that acquiring a customer or a new customer it can be very expensive. Meaning, you know, once you have a customer, you want to hang on to them. But what happens when customers churn or trends in attrition begin to pop up in your organization? Is it the CSM, the customer success manager, that is typically to blame? Does most of the pressure and shame fall on the CSM? No, not really. Let's explore top-line strategies analysis on why customers churn. Common issues that pop up or become the most visual in churn include support issues, product quality, poor onboarding or enablement, subpar account management, those four items specifically. Every CSM has likely run into these causes in some way, shape, or form, and may have lost accounts because of it. What's interesting is those four bullet points only account for about one-third of the reasoning. So why are customers churning? Outside of these common scenarios, a small percentage will align to uncontrollable issues in that the customer closed their business, or they stopped specific projects, or they were acquired, perhaps. But that brings us to right around 50% or only halfway for the reasons of churn. So what top-line strategy refers to as controllable strategic attrition accounts for roughly half of why customers churn. And those three points are wrong customer, competition, and alignment. Now, full disclosure for me, Wrong customer is my favorite talking point about why customers churn. Ironically, it's also the 
largest percentage within the controllable strategic attrition category. And when it comes to emerging competition, many customers want to consolidate vendors. They also want to save money and will switch vendors if the price is right. The nasty part is your product or service may be receiving high NPS scores, but still loses in the end. Alignment issues occur when the customer feels that the provider is not being innovative enough. It can also be due to another market leader's roadmap, their content, and inspiration. And inspiration, I kind of mean marketing. I've seen other competitors really spend more on marketing. It can really give them some power in the marketplace and could potentially convince you know, customers to leave you. In some cases, the provider and customer drift apart simply due to a separation of value. Or maybe your product is kind of shifting into going in one direction, but the customer's sort of shifting into another direction. And why is wrong customer so important? The most memorable and, for lack of a better term, horrific year in my CSM career was due to having the wrong customer. The easiest way for me to describe this is every aspect of the customer's needs become a challenge for the organization. Implementation is a challenge. Onboarding is a challenge. Simple account planning and management are also a challenge. The personalities involved become a challenge. The products become obliterated with feature requests and other needs. Hence the word challenge here across the board. There are more, I just prefer to pause there and I think you get the point. Now, don't get me wrong, I love a good challenge. It's how we all get better and persevere. But I've learned that when it comes to selling a product or a service, some challenges don't move the needle forward. In fact, it does the opposite. It can either hurt or damage your company and morale. Selling to the wrong customer is expensive. The amount of time and resources they are apt to consume can be astronomical and often unforeseen. It's essential that marketing and sales teams know who they should be selling to and why. Landing a big fish may sound good at first, but it can turn into a nightmare really quick. What can happen for the right customer? Magic. Your product or service aligns to a customer journey or a handful of journeys that fit. At any point, every single one of these customers are driving somewhere along the journey map. Doing so allows the CSM or anyone to understand where the customer has been, where they're going, and where they may need guidance. At the same time, it's very clear to understand the customer's desired outcome. Why are they paying you? What do they want to achieve? And where do they want to go? It's possible that your product or service will only take them so far, and that's okay. The wrong customer for your product or service could kill your business. It will include hidden costs you cannot imagine and burn out valuable resources. It caused me to question my career and my passion. Lucky for me, I got over it, but that scar is still there, and I'm always thinking about identifying and locating the right customer. As a CSM, you're assigned an account usually after the transaction has completed. The contract's signed, it's now up to you and your peers to implement, 
onboard and nurture. If by some chance you find yourself in a lose-lose situation, be vocal. Share your experience. Demonstrate to your leadership why renewal may be a mistake and help your company identify their ideal customer. True, you may have only so much control, but if you don't speak up, don't expect your situation to improve and don't expect your company to grow. In my opinion, the CSM or customer success manager is a very special role that many people underestimate and undervalue. As a CSM, the amount of exposure you have to the customer and your own organization's processes and flaws is unique. Use that information to drive influence and continue to grow. So what do you think? Is the CSM 100% responsible for customer retention? Based on top line strategies data, I'd say no. It's easy to point the finger at support when you see cases that you know, need to be followed up on consistently, may not uh, make the progress you expect them to make. And same thing with like the product team. If you see features that are being delayed, um, key components that will leave a positive impact on your customer and where they want to go and how they want to use your product. I, I see that, I understand that, and I know why that's the focus of you know many different CSMs out there. But the truth is, you have to look deeper to understand your company's true causes of attrition because the answer may surprise you, and that is what this episode is all about. Doing your part to acquire the correct customer for your organization is a really important task. And even though as a CSM, it's not really thought about that much, most of your time is spent, again, after the contract is signed and the work is already in progress, you have this client you're working with, but you should always think about what's happening with that client, um, you know, good and bad. So you can provide the right feedback to the sales and marketing teams or to your leadership team uh, so they can then drive an improved strategy forward and how to locate and acquire the best customer that will help your company grow. Thank you so much for listening to the Talking Customer Success Podcast. My name is Tom Connery and I'm on a mission to enable others who also want to win at the customer success game. And it's because of people like you that I'm committing more time and attention to this space. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, please consider following along and subscribe to the podcast. Whether you found this episode on Anchor, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever, it doesn't matter. And lastly, don't be shy. I want to hear from my audience and connect with peers. Your feedback will only make this podcast improve. Look for the link to leave me a voice memo in the show notes. If you have an Anchor account or want to sign up, it's a simple way to send me a voice message up to 60 seconds in length. Lastly, if you could take a brief moment to leave a positive review for this podcast and share it with a peer, that would mean the world to me. Better yet, if you'd like to take part in an upcoming episode uh, collaboration, let me know. You can at me on Twitter at Thomas Connery, all one word, T-H-O-M-A-S-C-O-N-N-E-R-Y, or track me down on LinkedIn, uh, linkedin.com slash in slash T-C-O-N-N-E-R-Y, that's T-Connery. T-C-O-N-N-E-R-Y. Until next time, 
take care of yourself and your customer.